You're listening to the Bromsgrove Standard Podcast because you have impeccable taste. Very warm welcome to this week's Bromsgrove Standard Podcast with me, Tristan Harris. Now I've got Emma with me from the Primrose Hospice. Hello. Gonna... Hello, how are you? You're I'm right? good, thank you. Very good indeed. Now there's a phrase that goes, where there's a will, there's a way. But for this month, it's where there's a will, there's a donation to the Primrose Hospice. I like that. Yeah, like there, that? There, there is indeed, yes. <laughs> so um, at the Primrose Hospice, we have Make-A-Will Month. Um, last year, we did Make-A-Will Week, which was really successful. Um, so we just thought we'd, we'd extend the period this, this year. So it's really just an opportunity to get the message out there about the importance of making a will. Um, I think it's on everybody's to-do list. But it's something that we never get round to doing, but it is so important to get your affairs in order, obviously just in the event of anything should happen to you. So at the Primrose, we've got a whole month of um, various different solicitors. We've got MFG solicitors, Aswood Law, Gordon Jones & Co., King Wills Will Writer, Bank Solicitors and Honey Legal supporting us. So they're all local solicitors and they are foregoing their fee um, instead of um, charging that donation will then come to the primrose so it's um it's a double whammy really so you'll get your affairs in order but you'll also be supporting your local hospice as well at the same time so it's, so it's really nice nice of the sisters to do that as well very good actually they don't have the best reputation do they no uh, they, don't, so, they don't but so these, this is good but they do do stuff for the community and there's so many do. involved as well it's there so are nice. indeed and they're getting booked up quite quickly as well which is really promising um they are good guys they support us massively and um, they don't have to do this for us but um obviously they're there on hand to obviously give in any um advice thank you okay so the solicitors are there to give any advice obviously on making a will because it can be quite in depth and um complicated to be honest with you but the biggest message we're trying to get out there is um, sort your family and your loved ones out first. Obviously, get your affairs into order. We all don't know what's around the corner. And by having um, your will written, you've got the peace of mind that obviously if something happens to you, your wishes are then carried out, obviously, if you're not around to do so. So it's a massive importance for everybody to get a will in place. And this is a fantastic opportunity to support your local hospice and obviously get your affairs in order as well. And when you say affairs, you mean like your actual personal... Absolutely, yeah, yeah, I do indeed. Like Um, your your home, your... Yeah, yeah. So the thing is with everybody's week, it is the loved ones often that that, that cause the will to be put to the back of the mind because, you know, you've got to take Sarah to swimming on Wednesday and then you've got to take... um, Jeanette to cadets on Thursday. So you've always got to do the weekly shop. The will is often, everybody thinks that, yeah, I must get around to doing that. Well, I took place in Will's Week last year and it took half an hour. I went to MFG, ran through it all. They sent it to me. Mine was really quite straightforward, but I now know that everything is where I need it to be if something should happen to me. It doesn't take long, but I think even if it did, did take half an hour, an hour, it's an hour well spent because the complications that you could leave behind for your family. Um, we've all heard of the disaster stories when somebody passes away and the difficulties of trying to sort out somebody's will and also the complications. So it is, it's time well spent, definitely. It was like me the other week. I was renegotiating my mortgage because it was coming to the end of the, and that took mm. the woman said, oh, it'll only take about an hour. Yeah. It was about an hour and a half. But, but at the end, after the rate, I thought, you know, that feeling of satisfaction when you know no, you've got you've a fixed got rate for it. another five years or something. Yeah, definitely. And tell me a bit about the peace of mind you had after, the, after sorting your will out. Well, 
just for me personally, I mean, my as I said, my will wasn't very complicated, but I now know that um, something happens to me. I know what will happen to my children. I know what will happen to any money, not that there'll be very much left, but I know that it will go to the right place. Um, but if that, if you don't have that in place, then leaving that problem and the difficulty of trying to get it all sorted out for your loved one on top of having the grief of obviously missing you um is is not a good situation to be in so I would recommend that everybody spend half an hour to an hour getting your will sorted either take advantage of our will month or just do it as and when you possibly can because it is so important so tell us a bit about how the scheme works then. What should people do if they want to be part of the Primroses? Okay, uh, they can um, go online to www.primrosehospice.org and look at our Make a Wills um, month page where we have a registration form. It basically asks you for your details, who your preferred solicitor would be, and it comes through to us at the Primrose, and we then forward it on to the solicitor and then they make contact. Or you can give us a ring, or you are welcome to obviously contact the solicitors directly and just quote Primrose. They're all ready and waiting to take people's appointments and to date we've had quite a few come through so it's obviously working and it does remind people because it's that to-do job that gets pushed to the bottom of the list time and time again so when you see this you think yeah I'm going to get it done so it's a good excuse to to get your affairs in order. I always think autumn's that kind of time it of is, year as well. It is, isn't it? I always, I always joke to, I shouldn't joke about things like this, but I always joke saying, if I'm going to go, I want to go in the autumn oh. because, <laughs> because the setting will be better, at, like, you know, at the church or the creme or whatever. You've got the, you've got the, the leaves <laughs> on the floor and, and the mists. And yeah. it's, it's, it's more atmospheric it for is. a funeral. It is. I've not Some thought of funerals of just don't seem right, do they? <laughs> okay. I've never really thought of it like that. But it is a good time to get... But it is good to talk it about is, death yeah. because oh, because absolutely. that. that that's one of the things as well. I think a lot of people don't get their wills done because they don't want to think Talk about, about death, it. do they? No, you don't want to think about what will happen when I'm gone. Nobody wants to think about it. And it is emotional to think about where what would happen to my children and how will my husband be. It is, it is emotional. But um, one of the massive messages at the hospice that we try and get out is that we all have it in common. It's something that's going to happen to us all. We are all going to die. So to talk about it openly and honestly... Um, is what we're here to do as well and everybody has the right to obviously have an end of life um, the way that they want it to be Um, as equally as important as birth is death is is a massive um, importance to everybody so we should all be talking about it more openly the other thing I forgot to mention as well I think everyone should have funerals on a Friday because it gives people the chance to recover from the wake doesn't it you You want a good send off don't you you do you want want people celebrating your life you do you want a party you You don't want want them to have to wake up and go to work the next morning no you want it to be a big send off no totally agree with that back to the serious side yes how much? Because there is a, like a suggested donation, Absolutely, isn't there, for, um, for yeah. each will? And there's a single and a double. There isn't is there, indeed. The so one? there's a suggested donation of £95 for a single will, which is the average of what you would get, whichever solicitor. And then it's £150 for a mirrored will. I'm not sure what a mirrored will is, but obviously that's I more I think that'll a, be a... a Double? A, a partner. Yeah. You can say husband and wife, but these days, yeah, you know, it absolutely. could be partners. Yeah, you've you know, got to think about everything. that as well, yeah. So, so they obviously you want the same, you want to be singing from the same hymn show. Absolutely, yeah. use another service <laughs> analogy. Absolutely. One person wants one thing, the other, yeah. no, dis- no, disagrees. So those costs are the um, average for what you would pay for a will, and it's a one-off cost, um, and then you get your paperwork through, you sign it off, jobs are good, and it's really as simple as that. 
So there we are. So primrosehospice.org.uk, is that right? Yeah, no, just .org. .org. Yeah. And also you can uh, read the story. We've got the story online or we're about to put it online or something. So uh, you can get the details on there. Yeah. Um, So that's really good then for for the Will Week. Uh, Have you, that's what I was going to ask Last year, you said you did Make a Wheel Week. How yeah. much did you know how much that generated? Um, Can you about remember? £6,000 six for us. Pounds. Yes. So it's, you did it, it whole month. So you must have quite Absolutely. a. Have you got a target for this month? Um, I think it's around 12 off the top of my head. Don't quote me on that. But it's, it's yes, we have a target against it. But um, it's also about raising the profile and opening up the conversation as well. So um, and you've got the lights of love coming up we as well. We do indeed. I won't, I won't yeah, go ahead of ourselves time. because yeah. people do not want to be talking about Christmas in, no. o- in October. Uh, well, some people might, but uh, mm. uh, so we'll, 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 I think we've got someone coming back on from to talk about that. Is it you as well? It's so me there again. you go. Yes. Uh, you, you need to wear something Christmassy that day. Okay. Um, so uh, we've got the lights of love. That is obviously your biggest yes, fundraiser, fundraiser generator. Um, and obviously the Primrose, we must point out as well um, that, you know, all your services are offered to the communities of Bromsgrove. And Redditch. Redditch and Rubery. Don't yes, forget Rubery. Yeah. Um, free of charge. Yeah. And that costs a lot of money. You don't yeah. get much funding from the NHS. Not at all. No. Um, so you do rely on kind hearted people. And Bromsgrove and Redditch and Rubery people. Yes, and um, the you know they they yeah. they do they, they do rise uh, rise to the challenge they each year. They certainly do. Remind yeah. us how much it is to um, run the Primrose It's one point seven five million to run the hospice yeah. every year. So from that we get fourteen point six percent funding, which is nothing. Mm. Um, and the rest is obviously um, generated through our charity shops, and then obviously the fundraising income that we raise as well, which is why we do the various events and the campaigns. Um, but it, it's hard going because obviously charity begins at home for a lot of people. Um, so those that support us, they go way and above and beyond and they are real superstars and we couldn't do it without them. Fantastic. And just before we move on to the news, how did your ball go? Fantastic. It was absolutely amazing. I still feel, I didn't have one drop of alcohol, but I still feel hungover from the event. Um, We had 350 people. The room was just amazing. Um, We're still counting the money to see what we've raised because we've got little dribs and drabs coming in. But um, the overall event was amazing. We had so much positive feedback. We've had some fantastic entertainment from the Bromsgrove School. Um, We had Soul Trade of the Band. We had Cat Phillips um, singing for us. So um, Not Cat Phillips, that's your... uh, Not that Cat Phillips, no. Oh, another cat no, same name. Same Actually, name. Same name. She um um she's she's got a stage name and she's got. Ah, that's yeah. a bit ironic. Isn't it, it is indeed because when we kept saying about cat, she was going, "That's not me." Our comms officer was going, "No, don't worry. You're not going to have to sing for us, cat. Could you?" I'm imagine? sure cat could do that. You know, <laughs> yeah, she's, she she's pretty put, talented. She is indeed. She used to work for us, so then yeah. uh, she moved to the Primrose. Yeah. And, uh, she's so doing I'm sure a good she job. could turn her tail. I'm sure she could. Yeah, yeah. So no, that could be that could be a new a new a new fundraiser. I think it'd be quite donate worth it. to see Cat go on a singing course, or donate not to. <laughs> well, Even depends. Better. She'd prefer <laughs> yeah. that one. She would, wouldn't she? But it was great. Excellent. Thank you and for she's asking. Bromsgrove. She's a Bromsgrove West End singer. The uh, the yeah. Cat Phillips who yeah. did perform. Absolutely, she was fantastic. And yeah. we had our young ambassador Eleanor Moody, who's twelve. So she helped us on the evening as well. So she stood up, um, did a bit of presenting with Joanne Malin. So no, it was a really good event. Really good. Roll Excellent. on next year. Roll on next year, but let's get hang on. Let's get the wheels and, and, yeah, and the lights absolutely. of love done first because yeah. the lights of love's brilliant. 
Um, okay, well, thanks for joining us. Are you happy to chat for a couple of, of news stories? Am. Yeah, most all good. Fun. Well, it's a bit political this week, so um, yeah, we won't. We'll do that. We'll just uh, tell it like it is. There is that good yeah. um, finally story, but um, yeah, the leader of Bromsgrove Labour Group has resigned from the party, and he'll continue as an independent. Michael Thompson, who stood as the PPC at the last general election, has taken the tough decision because of Labour's general election manifesto commitment to integrate all private schools into the state sector. Now, Councillor Thompson's made no secret that. He he works at Bromsgrove School, which obviously is in the independent sector. So then that's put him in an untenable position. Um, he said he's going to remain and serve those who elected him to the best of his ability. I've been a tireless activist for the Labour Party for many years. The party's many things to many people, but it was always the party of kindness, compassion and understanding. It's with these values in mind that I will continue to work for the people of Charford and the wider community. I'll leave in the party. I'm devastated. He'd like to thank all the wonderful members of Bromsgrove Labour family, past and present, for his support and friendship. He'll always cherish it. And um, it breaks his heart that he's got to leave. Rory Shannon... Chairman of Bromsgrove Labour Party said it's not a decision we would have wanted and it might not be one we agree with, but we respect him for it and wish him well. Uh, Michael's been a great councillor and I'm sure he'll continue to be. The decision he took was on personal circumstances, um, something which has come up and he had to act on it. He hasn't changed his politics or crossed the floor. Um, <laughs> so you're sure that he'll work with Labour members going forward. We show no animosity. So it's all, it's all very nice. And to be honest, when, you, when, you, when you're in that Bromsgrove council chamber, very often you've got the Conservative vote on one side and then you've got the Labour, Liberal Democrats and the Independents um, voting on the other side. So I don't think it's going to make much difference to the numbers in council. But I suppose it, it must be tough when something like that happens. If you've been a lifelong supporter of an organisation and then they change the thing, because obviously it, the wage that he gets from Bromsgrove School is his mm. bread and butter and his life and, and, and the uh, the politics is, is a kind of, you know, it, it's... I wouldn't say a lesser role, but it's, you know what I mean? It's mm. not it's not as income-generating, not at that level. So um, I guess he was right mm. to stand by his principles. Mm. What do you think? I would agree, although um, I am a little bit ignorant when it comes to politics. Oh, um, right. I really um, stand on the fence. I just I just think at the moment everything is such... It's so up in the air at the moment. That, um, it's very confusing and very worrying times that there's a lot happening. There certainly is. Yeah. I mean, I've said it for a long time anyway that uh, local politics... Have, I mean, I know they need the Conservative tag or the Labour tag a lot of the time to, to get elected and people do vote like that. But I, I think, you know, sometimes we'd be better off with a completely independent mm. where everybody votes for their own area. Yeah. But it's just practically it'd be hard getting the numbers through, numbers of people mm. to, out to vote because there have been people in the past. I mean, Charles Hotham was one in... Um, Bart Green and then Alf Church. He was a con- he, he was he took on a conservative as an independent, and he he, he won. He won. And they're they're not mm. little seats. Bart Green and Alf Church. No. They were massive like um, uh, conservative seats, and he took those. Um, and that's what I'm saying because he was known in the local area. They knew he'd do a good job, and that's what um, politics at this level should be about: getting mm. things done regardless of party politics. Yeah. Mm. Stay with politics. A renowned Hagley doctor who slammed the government's no-deal Brexit plans for pharmaceuticals has been selected as Liberal Democrats' prospective parliamentary candidate for Bromsgrove. 
if a snap general election is held. Of course, we don't know if that's going to happen or not. Consultant neurologist Dr David Nicholl turned whistleblower on the government's plans for the pharmaceuticals as part of Operation Yellowhammer. Now, he was involved in that. Um, he was involved also in a well-documented clash with the leader of the House, Jacob Rees-Mogg. Uh, the lead Brexiteer actually ended up apologising to Dr Nicholl. He said, I'll put my career on the line to highlight the very real risks to patient safety from a chaotic um, no-deal Brexit. I took on the leader of the House, um, who was rattled by my question about what the mortality rate would be. And he claimed Liberal Democrats was the only party which provided a positive way to move the country forward. So that was that. Um, he's going to go up against Sajid Javid. Obviously, Sajid Javid's got a massive majority. We've, we've um, spoken to him this week, but obviously it's been very hard to get hold of him because he's at party mm-hmm. conference. Um, so we are waiting for a response from Sajid's office, which we will be putting on the story when we get it, um, when it goes forward for the paper and website. It hasn't gone on there yet, um, so that will be there. But just to echo from you, to be fair, I think he, he answers the points um, to a certain extent in his speech on um, as Chancellor earlier in the week. He said that um, the Liberal Democrats were neither liberal nor democratic. Um, he pointed out that the biggest democratic exercise in the, con- the country had ever seen um, had taken place with the referendum and he added Britain would be leaving on October the 1st with or without a deal. He said it was important to get Brexit done and the most reckless position would be not to deliver Brexit because that would tear apart the very fabric of our democracy. He said he wanted to reassure people that plans were in place to manage a no-deal Brexit and they had been stepped up but he was still confident the Prime Minister would get a deal that could be voted through. So... <laughs> <laughs> So that's that's that there. We'll leave that there for yeah. you then. Okay. So that's uh, that's that's just in the event of a general election, but it was big news in Bromsgrove this week. Let's turn our attention to something a bit more light-hearted. <laughs> Work has started on transforming the former post office building on Bromsgrove High Street into a public house, bringing 20 new full and part-time jobs. And bosses at Amber Taverns, which has invested £650,000 into the scheme, are hoping the aptly named the old post office, like will be ready to open its doors <laughs> in December. Mm, Do you reckon Postman Pat should be brought in to open that? That would be hilarious, that? wouldn't it? That, be? that would be... Oh, be really? in his little you can get a Postman Pat. You can get a Postman Pat outfit. <laughs> yeah. And a Jess, Jess the cat. You could have Jessie's Lounge. <laughs> you could, Pat's Bar you? and Jessie's Lounge. <laughs> and Mrs Goggins' restaurant. <laughs> Yeah, you could. You could do that, couldn't yeah. you? I like Mrs. Gockin. She yeah. was like a nice... That's quite good a for the high street, A wee squatch lady, yeah. Mm. Nice. So it is good for the high street. Yeah. And the venue will also have its own rooftop garden. Ooh, that's It's opening cool. in December, they reckon. I know, so, who wants to go up there in December? Uh, yeah, but, just smokers, I think, yeah. wouldn't it? Heaters. Um, <laughs> so revellers can enjoy pints in the open during the summer yeah. months. But we'll look forward to that. No, very good. And hopefully the Bromsgrove Standard um, VIPs and the Primrose will be invited. Yeah, that would be good. You could try and get a fundraiser out of them on the yeah, opening I'm night. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Yeah. I'm sure you try will. Try and get them on board. Well, my... If you're listening, Amber yeah. Taverns. Yeah, Primrose yeah. Hospice. Yeah. Excellent. And of course, obviously, <laughs> all the all the uh, the real ales, they are doing local real ales. They've all got to be tested by me first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we look forward to that in December. Opening time for Christmas. That's a good That's ploy, perfect, isn't it? Perfect, yeah. Perfect, yeah. So there we are. So well done to Amber Taverns. And it's nice to see a building that hasn't been mm. used quite a while be returned. Just hope that they... They did say with the old post office, they, they want to make sure they do a nod. Yeah. They do an old nod to the old post office. Yeah. It's a beautiful it's, building, it is, isn't it? It's very nice on the it's high such street. It's a beautiful yeah. building. So hopefully that, that the inside will reflect that. And it's yeah. Because, I mean, the Weatherspoons do it a lot as well, don't they? Some yeah, of the, some of the, the buildings that Weatherspoons do are absolutely lovely. Yeah. I went to one, I can't remember where it was, and it was in... Um, 
where was that? It was, it was somewhere um, this year. And it was, uh, it was a theatre. And uh, they still had, like, the stage in place and the balconies. Oh, and, nice. And all the, the tables and chairs and everything were, nice. were still on there. Yeah. If, you, if you know what that, where that pub is, uh, please drop us an email. And, uh, I can't remember. I can't remember. I've been so many <laughs> yeah. places. That's the thing. I, I, I just go, I mean, I've been to the Isle of Wight on holiday. We've been to day trips and stuff. And you just forget where these places yeah, are. it's old age. Crazy. Old age. Yeah. That's right, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Better get me well sorted. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Right, let's go on to support now. Bromsgrove Sporting, they had a 5-0 win last night. 29 shots on goal, 22 on target. I wish I'd have gone down there to watch that. That would have been quite exciting. Bedworth United, Bedworth are in the league below. That was in the cup. Um, So they haven't been doing too well in the league at the moment, Bromsgrove. Um, They haven't won at home yet this season in the league. Uh, But last night they were on fire. Um, 23, 36 and 39 minutes. Taylor got a hat-trick and there was goals from Hayward and McDonald as well. So that was a 5-0 win. Hopefully now they can take that and build the confidence on it and take it into the next game against Rushton and Diamonds this Saturday. They're away. Rushton and Diamonds, you know. Have you heard of Rushton and Diamonds? No. Because, no. like, if you... I suppose you've got the, the football leagues, and then just outside the football leagues, Rushton and Diamonds are probably one of the most, you know, yeah, well-known... Kill me for not knowing Well-known, well. well-known yeah. teams out. I think they're... I, don't, I can't remember if they did, but I think they have been in the football league before. Um, but Sporting are 16th at the moment. Rushton and Diamonds are 6th. So good luck sporting. Hopefully we can start to get some points on the board and move up that table. And the problem with Bromsgrove Sporting is they've been promoted three seasons running. Right. So now the fans, I reckon, you know, they're yeah. just expecting it. So, but hopefully we can get up the table. I suppose um, a consolidation season, I don't think Bromsgrove Sporting fans have turned that down this season just mm. to find their feet and maybe build on for next season. But there's still time. There's still a long way to go in the season. So good luck to Bromsgrove this weekend. That's about all we've got time for for the news and sports. But don't go anywhere because Claire is here with the entertainment thank you for joining us you're most welcome have you enjoyed it I have I'm looking forward to the next one now yeah your lights of love yeah definitely what about the um, you know the uh, who was it who sang Seeds of Love Tears for Fears okay yeah I think you should get a song like that okay I could bring Take part in sing. the yeah. lights of love, <laughs> oh, the lights really... of love. Get Cat. I want Cat, Cat Phillips, your Cat Phillips, to yeah. record that, okay. the lights of love song. Okay. Deal. For next one. Excellent. So Claire's up next <laughs> with the entertainment. For all the things to do and see this week, it's Claire Bullivant with this week's What's On Gate. Thanks, Tristan. Yes, here are a few of my top picks of things to see and do over the coming few days here in Bromsgrove and Droitwich. For the full list, do check out this week's standard or look on our website, bromsgrovestandard.co.uk and droitwichstandard.co.uk and you'll have the full list on there. But starting this weekend on Saturday the 5th of October, we've got Duo Tone performing at the Artrix. If you don't know who he is, Duo Tone is the multi-instrumentalist, songwriter and lively Barney Morse Brown. I chatted to him recently and he was telling me that he learned the cello at age six, went on to study at the Royal Welsh College of Music and Drama, and then won a scholarship to the very prestigious Royal College of Music. He's truly incredible. He's been mesmerizing audiences around the UK and further afield since his first album in 2009. And he's performed with some of the most high profile musicians on the planet, touring all over the world with them. He's here for one night only in Bromsgrove at the Artrix so don't miss out on experiencing this genius musician at work 8pm on Saturday the 5th tickets from the Artrix website 
There's also another fun Elf Church French dance and music event happening at Elf Church Village Hall on Saturday. You can learn a variety of traditional French dances, bores, scottishies, polkas, mazookas, waltzes, breton. It's all going on. All abilities of dancer and musician welcome. You can bring your own drink and food. Get in touch with them at the Village Hall if you fancy participating in that. Also on Saturday night, loads of live music going on all over the place. As I said, check out online and our newspaper this week for full details. But a couple are mentioned. Polka.robot, they're going to be performing at the Pillar of Salt in Droitwich on Saturday evening. Always a great time there. And Polka.robot are fast becoming one of my favourite local bands. They're really good musicians and singers and songwriters. But every show they seem to bring something different. There's always an element of surprise. And I'm really, really loving them right now. I've caught them a few times this summer and um, good job Polkadot Robot and another one of my favourite local bands in fact they're probably everyone's favourite local band Witcher who hasn't seen Witcher live music with them at the Old Black Cross on the Worcester Road in Bromsgrove on Saturday evening too then on Wednesday, the 9th of October, we've got Deliso Chaponda and his Blah Blah Blacklist tour happening at the Artrix. Deliso shot to fame on Britain's Got Talent and has gone on to amass over 100 million YouTube views. He writes and stars in his own critically acclaimed Radio 4 show, Citizen of Nowhere. And you've probably seen him on shows like QI, The Apprentice, You're Fired, News Quiz and The Now Show. In his hilarious, daring new show, which he's bringing to the Artrix, Deliso looks at disgraced blacklisted celebrities and historical figures we're ashamed we once admired. He's a very funny man. Get your tickets from the Artrix website, 8pm on Wednesday. Then on Thursday, the 10th of October, another show not to miss is New Perspectives Trade by Debbie Tucker Green, and that's also at the Artrix. In this theatrical production, you'll meet three women, an unlikely trio, different ages, backgrounds and attitudes. Each has a very unique relationship with the Caribbean. To one, it's their home, another, a regular holiday haunt, and for one, it's a first-time visit. Through language that fizzes and sparks, we begin to discover that they share one very surprising thing in common. Trade was first performed in 2005 by the Royal Shakespeare Company, so don't miss it. Now it's at the Artrix, 7.30pm on Thursday, the October the 10th. And that ends our top picks of the week. Remember, if you have an event going on, do let us know so we can let everyone know. Have a lovely week. Back to you, Tristan. Thanks, Claire. Loads going on, as ever, in Bromsgrove, Rubri and Droywich this week. Thank you ever so much for listening, and thanks to Emma from the Primrose for coming in and enlightening us on Will Month. Please make sure you go and take, take advantage of that, because it is um, it will be a discounted Will to the normal price, and you'll also be helping the Primrose as well with their massive task of, of raising the funds that they need to to help everyone in Bromsgrove, Rubri and Redditch who needs it this year. All that's left to say, really, is make sure you stay attuned to our websites each each day. We've got daily updates at bromsgrovestandard.co.uk. You can email us, editor at bromsgrovestandard.co.uk. And don't forget, we're on all the social media platforms. Oh, yes, we are. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. That's where all the conversation is taking place. We'd love to hear from you about any issues in the paper, any issues on the website, and anything you'd like to hear on this podcast. Please get in touch. All that's left to say now is have a great week, and we'll reconvene at the same time next week. <laughs>